Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Welcome one and welcome all. Final hour of the Bill Michaels Show on this Tuesday, the 8th of December, as we creep towards the holidays and uh, we creep towards the NFL postseason. You still have one game coming up later on tonight. That is going to be uh, the uh, the Dallas Cowboys, and they're going to be taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson should be back for this contest. Cowboys coming in at 3-8, and eight, trying to keep pace with the Giants, who went onto the east or onto the west coast and knocked off the Seattle Seahawks, Giants sitting at five and seven, and uh, the Cowboys just trying to kind of hang around at this point. Meanwhile, the Ravens trying to stay in the playoff picture as well, sitting at six and five. And to talk more about all of this, including the Packers' place and all of this, uh, on the line with our Radio.com Sports NFL Insider Brian Baldinger. Insider calls brought to you by Mercedes Benz. Drive a Mercedes Benz van and find out how far an extra mile really does go. You can also hear him. With uh, Jason Lock and Fora on uh, Baldy's Breakdowns on the podcast uh, with new episodes out twice a week. Just search Baldy wherever you find podcasts. Uh, Brian Baldinger joining us. Baldy, how you been? I'm good, Bill. I'm great. I'm right here in the film room. I'm just watching the end of this uh, Buffalo-San Francisco game from last night and just kind of looking at some of these teams that we're going to be talking about come January this year, Bill. Well, that, that was going to be my next question is you start to look towards – because it's a jumble right now. There's a lot of teams that still have a shot at getting into the postseason with the way it is. The Packers, obviously, with uh, the Saints near the top. But the rest of the NFC is, is pretty interesting, really, when you look at it. you still got a team that's emerging like Los Angeles. The Rams right now, that's a defense I don't know that I'd want to face. Tampa Bay has fallen off, but they're still good. Obviously, Arizona, Minnesota has made a climb for it. San Francisco still hanging around. Same with Washington and Detroit and New York. And so I look at all these different teams and I think, you know, uh, why not the Packers? Because it seems like everybody's kind of on even footing and everybody seems to have a flaw. Do you see it the same way? Yeah, I do. I think everybody does have a flaw. Um, you know, but, but you have to kind of look really inside the game, Bill. And you know, there's a lot of month. You know, there's a big month yet to play. They, they all, they all mean something. 
Um, and, you know, so if you look at a team like the Reds, like the Washington and, and the Giants right now, I mean, they're probably playing as good a defense as anybody in football. You saw it last night with what Washington did to Pittsburgh. You saw it Sunday uh, with what the Giants did to Seattle. And those two defenses are going to be a problem, or, or one of those two defenses, one of those teams are going to get to the postseason. And they're going to present problems because both teams are capable of keeping the score at 17 points or lower. And when you can do that, your offense doesn't have to do a lot sometimes. They just have to take care of the football like both teams did yesterday and Sunday. And if they do that, you may have an upset on your hands come January. I like what the Packers did in this game against Philadelphia, and I'd ask one of our insiders locally here, I'll ask you the same question. Packers are 4-1 in their last five games. Obviously, their loss comes at Indianapolis, and even then Aaron Rodgers said, hey, we learned something about ourselves, and they seem to have found a positive. The offense is rolling. But out of what they've been doing, you know, you tend to start talking about Super Bowls and postseasons and such. Uh, are, because we know what their flaws are. They can't stop the run. It's been a team that uh, is going to get tested by the Tennessee Titans towards the end of the season. But beyond that, they don't really have big tests coming up. So you tell me, how good is this Packers team? Well, the offense is awesome. I mean, it just – it is – every week you just see new elements to it. I mean, there's not many guys that can do what Aaron Jones does in this league. I mean, you can you can go 77 yards for a touchdown up the middle and break four tackles, or you could go in the slot – and catch a key fourth down pass. Um, you know, and, and Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers have a trust that is probably as great a trust as any quarterback or receiver that this league has right now. And so they, they, they can basically they can adjust to anything you do defensively. Not just adjust, but there's an answer built into the, the play that basically can fix anything that you try to do defensively. And so – I mean, they are just a smooth working machine. I don't know that Aaron Rodgers has ever played this well since his MVP year. He he may or may not admit to that. Um, but he's having as much fun playing it right now. I think he's really having fun in this offense and with these players. And they're all stepping up. And the offense line's doing a really good job in front of them right now. They're, they're very good. I mean, they might not lose another game this this season. And if that's the case, that's, you know, two – Back-to-back 13-3 seasons, and I don't know the last time a Packer organization has done something like that. What is the most complete team that has the legitimate – is it New Orleans with the best shot, and they're winning without Drew Brees right now, that he even get, they get stronger when he comes back? Or what team do you feel is the most complete in the NFC? Well, I would say that you know the Saints certainly do. I mean, you think about this. Over the last two seasons now, Drew Brees has missed eight games so far. And their backup quarterbacks are 8-0. Now, if you take a Hall of Fame quarterback out of any office, you're going to find out how good your team is around it. And then that's not to take anything away from Taysom Hill because he played, he played great against Atlanta on Sunday. But, you know, you, you take away that caliber of a quarterback in any other team, are they going 8-0? And so that's just a credit to how well-built the Saints are, how well-coached they are. They don't fall apart. They don't collapse. They don't rely on just the quarterback to win games. The uh, the Bears obviously have had quarterback issues. They're playing Mitch Trubisky kind of because they have to. They went with Nick Foles. He ends up getting hurt. Uh, you see right now with uh, what's going on with Hurts playing over in Philadelphia, and you got uh, the, you know their quarterback Carson Wentz now being benched. 
Uh, is, is this when you start looking? Is this the time of year when your season has gone not the way you wanted it? Is this when you start putting in your your other future quarterback just to see what he's got? Well, sometimes, yeah, sure, Bill. Yeah, you know, you, you, you want to do that, but I think it's it's more than that in Philadelphia with Jalen Hurts. I mean, Jalen Hurts played twenty snaps the other day, um, and he moved the team. And you know, he threw a great touchdown pass to Jalen Rager. Uh, something that Carson Wentz has struggled to do, and you know I just think that the team, the, the season might have already slipped away, but it wasn't going to change with Carson at quarterback for whatever reason. The team did not respond to him, and so now you drafted this guy with the 53rd pick in the draft. We've seen rookie quarterbacks play at all different types of levels this year, and we've seen Taysom Hill play at a great level um, in his first uh, starting duty. So why not give Jalen Hurts a chance right now? Not just to see if he can spark the team, but but if he can move the team like he did the last 20 snaps that he played on Sunday. Uh, I like what's going on right now uh, in a couple of different places. One, uh, even though the uh, Rams are sitting at 8-4 and four with four losses, they've been playing a lot better football, and that defense is incredibly dominant. If they can just support them with a little bit of offense and a run game, I think they're going to be one of the teams that's going to be scary. Also, you go to the uh, AFC side. I don't know what to make of Cleveland. It's so hard for me to say Cleveland at 9-3 and three is going to be one of those tough outs. But uh, I'm looking at the Rams. I'm looking at Cleveland, both with good defenses. They've got quarterback play. They've But but are they – are they Cleveland specifically, are they ready to fly? Well, I mean, I think that Cleveland's going to the postseason. I saw them Sunday against Tennessee, and Baker probably played his best game he's played in two years. Um, you know, they did not rely – in fact – their game plan wasn't to come and run the ball against Tennessee. They came out throwing the football and putting it in Baker's hands. And that and it wasn't play action in Nick Chubb and Cream Hunt. It was Baker playing quarterback, and he responded big time. He made it grow. And so you learn a lot about your team. You know, they, they've got a they, – they, I think they have the best offensive line in football. That can carry a long ways. Your quarterback has to be error-free when you get to January in the postseason. Baker did that the other day. Um, you know, the Rams defense is going to keep them in every game. And, you know, you've just gotten, uh, you know, Jared Goff that can be, you know, hot or cold some days. Uh, he's better when you have a good running game. They seem very committed to it. It looks like Cam Akers may be taking over the starting running back position in Los Angeles right now. But it's critical, and Sean McVay knows it. It's critical for them to run the ball effectively. Um, so if they can do that and balance it up a little bit, um, they, they can give people problems in January. Talking with Brian Balding, our Radio.com NFL insider. You've got teams like Arizona, Minnesota, San Francisco, Washington, Detroit, New York, even the Bears. Who, out of those teams that are on the fringe, who's some of the? Who, who do you feel is going to end up there? Because I think Minnesota's solid because they have a run game, but their defense is iffy. Arizona's on the come. San Francisco's good. I don't think they're great. I, you tell me who you think is going to be the teams uh, that are going to get in. Well, there's only one team that beat the undefeated teams uh, in this league, and that was Washington yesterday. And if you're not paying attention to Washington, who just won three in a row, then you're really not paying attention to what can happen. I mean, they've got the seventh-ranked defense in football right now over 12 weeks. But if you look at them over the last month, I mean, they're not giving up points to anybody right now. Um, and so – you can ride that defense a long ways. Chase Young is just a silky smooth, violent athlete. So is Montez Sweat. Jack Del Rio's got him playing really well right now. Um, 
you know, and Alex Smith is playing error-free football. So, I mean, to me, of all the teams that you just mentioned, to me, Washington is, is better than all those teams. And I think if they played any of those teams you just mentioned, they'd beat all those teams because of the way that they're playing, how well they're coached right now. Um, you know, this Cornelius Lucas at left tackle, go, I mean, there's not many left tackles playing as well as he is right now. Nobody even knows who he is. But he's playing really well. He's protecting well. So, I, I mean, you know, the Giants are playing great right now. They've won four in a row. Uh, it's going to be a dogfight to the finish in the East. But one of those two teams is going to be a factor in January, and there's going to be a problem for whoever has to come and visit and play them. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick before I let you go, obviously the Ravens playing tonight. New England's kind of climbed back into this mess. Uh, they, they got a couple of wins in a row. They're 4-1 in their last five ball games. The Raiders are sitting at 7-5. and five. The Titans and the Dolphins and such all at 8-4 and four with Indianapolis. Uh, out of that lower rung there, who kind of who, who, who's playing the best football and who do you think is peaking at the right time? Well, I just saw the Patriots shut out the Chargers. And, it mean, if the Chargers had the ball 100 times, they weren't going to score. I mean, they've got five corners. J.C. Jackson leads the league in interceptions. Stephon Gilmore was a defensive player of the year. Jonathan Jones. they got five guys that can lock up any receiver in this league. And they locked up Keenan Allen, who leads the league in receptions. They locked up Michael Williams the other day. The way they're playing defensively right now, they shut down Kyler Murray the week before. They shut down Justin Herbert. Um, that defense is going to travel and play well. And they got a lot of young guys, Josh Uche and Chase Winovich. they got a ton of young guys playing, and they're playing really well. And so offensively, they're not doing much. But, you know, they won the game with a great, you know, the great job on special teams, blocking kicks and scoring touchdowns. The Patriots look like, you know, they're kind of finding out who they are right now. Baldy, always a pleasure to talk to you. Love the breakdown, and uh, we'll chat again soon before the postseason gets here, okay? All right, you got a deal, Bill. Take care. Thanks, pal. Talk to you soon. On the line there with Radio.com Sports NFL Insider Brian Baldinger. The calls are brought to you by Mercedes-Benz. Drive a Mercedes-Benz van and find out how far an extra mile really does go, and you can also hear him with Jason Lock and Fora on Baldy's Breakdowns with the new episodes out twice a week. You can just search Baldy wherever you find your podcasts. And he joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years, they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. We frenzy next on The Bill Michael Show. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Russ looks. He's going to lay it up over the top. He's got a man down there. It's Metcalf. He's got it. Touchdown, Seahawks. Another big football weekend. Give to Gurley. Dives over the pile. Is stood up and is into the end zone anyway for the Falcons. Touchdown. Time to look around the rest of the league. This time, it's a handoff. No, it's a fake. Lance into the end zone. Touchdown, Zachary. Listen, he faked you. He faked, faked, faked me. He faked everybody. This is the football frenzy on the Bill Michaels Show. Here's the flip to McCaffrey. Jeffrey to the right, picks up a good block from Moten and scores. Touchdown, Carolina. Second down, handoff, Elliott banging at the goal line. That's a touchdown, Cowboys. There you have it. Bringing it to, to the frenzy. It's frenzy time. How about it? Saints, Falcons, one former Packer connects with another another former Packer. Here it is. Hill will be in the gun here. There's a trips to the left side, single receiver to the right. Kamara in the backfield, takes the shotgun snap, throws over the middle, touchdown! 
Jared Cook, three yards deep in the end zone, and Taysom Hill with his second touchdown pass in the first half. Doesn't that just pain you a little bit? Pains me, I know that. There you have it. Uh, but the Saints get the win, 21-16, the final 10-2 and two the Saints are. They lead the NFC right now. The Falcons fall to 4-8 and eight on the season. In the meantime, oh, my goodness, the Lions and the Bears, and he's still alive? Matthews got it, turns, gives to Peterson, left side, barreling his way down to the one-yard line, and in touchdown, Detroit Lions. He's into the house for the score, and the Lions are on top. With a minute 37 to play, the Lions take the lead. How about that on the Lions radio network? Our buddy Dan Miller, Adrian Peterson, still got it, still alive, still hanging. The the Bears fall to 5-7. and seven. The Lions now at 5-7. and seven. That was after Mitchell Trubisky ended up coughing it up, and the Lions take the lead and get the go-ahead win. Uh, Browns and Titans, Baker Mayfield, his squad, they made a huge statement on Sunday. Mayfield from under center, play action fake, bootlegs it out to the right, he's throwing down the right sideline, he's got Peoples-Jones wide open, he's gone! 20, 10, 5, touchdown! 75 yards on one play! Peoples-Jones, 75 yards into the end zone for Baker Mayfield, who was 25 of 33, 334 yards, Four touchdowns all in the first half of the ballgame, a quarterback rating of 147 even. Meanwhile, Ryan Tannehill, 29-45, 389, three touchdowns, did have a pick. Not a terrible day. Derrick Henry, 15 carries, 60 yards. They just weren't able to get the win. Too much or too little, too late, 41-35. The Browns advance, and Browns get their first winning season since Moses was a baby. Nine and three they are. And then you've got uh, the Dolphins and the Bengals. The Dolphin Tua hooking up with a tight end for the score. Gaskin the running back, Smythe in motion. Pulls it back, throws it, end zone. Gesicki touchdown. Running down, throwing to Mike Gesicki in the end zone. There you go, the Bengals flat out stink. Gesicki in the back of the end zone, he takes it in. And Tua and company, they ended up getting the win 19-7. Not pretty, but they did it 8-4, the Dolphins are. The Bengals fall to 2 9 and one on the Dolphins Radio Network. In the meantime, Dan Bailey hits the game winner for the people in purple. Bailey, sixth win. The Vikings win 27-24. Bailey walks off a winner for the first time in his kicking career with the Minnesota Vikings. Paul Allen on the Vikings Radio Network, 27-24 in overtime. Not excited about that one because you barely Got a win over the Jacksonville Jaguars, but we know their defense is pretty tough. Kirk Cousins, 28 of 43, 305 yards, a couple of, or three touchdowns on the day, and a pick. Meanwhile, you've got Glennon goes 28 of 45 or 28 of 42, 280 yards, a touchdown, but throws two picks along the way. Uh, Dalvin Cook, 32 carries, 120 yards, also uh, targeted uh, nine times, six catches, 59 yards, so 179 total yards for Dalvin Cook, but he did not dent the end zone. Vikings go to 6-6 six and six on the season. The Raiders and the Jets Las Vegas nearly embarrasses themselves until Derek Carr and Henry Ruggs, they pull it out. Here comes Carr, Here steps back now he comes up, going to fire again left side, going for Ruggs Ruggs has got it, touchdown jackpot baby Vegas touchdown, Vegas touchdown, jackpot and away there you have it, that is Brent Musburger on the Raiders radio network, 31-20 
31-28 the final. The Jets remain winless. They are 0-12 on the season. The Jets hang on to playoff hopes, sitting at 7-5 and on the uh, Raider, or the Raiders radio network, I should say. Uh, the Colts and the Texans, Phillip Rivers to Jonathan Taylor, the former Wisconsinite. Rivers throws right side wide open, and that's Jonathan Taylor, 20, 15, 10, racing for the end zone. He's in. Touchdown, I-N-D-Y. Jonathan Taylor, a 39-yard catch to Pater. It is 20 to 10 with 9.17 to go in quarter two. Colts 26-20 was the final over the Texans. Texans struggles continue. Four and eight on the season, eight and four for the Colts. Meanwhile, the Rams and the Cardinals. Troy Hill with a pick six off of Kyler Murray. Take a listen. Rams showing blitz. They send five. Murray throws behind it. It's intercepted. Troy Hill, the 35, the 20, the 10. Hill high step in. A pick six for Troy Hill to put it out of reach. And the that was it. rises to the occasion. 38-28 on the uh, Rams radio network. That's the way it ends. Cardinals go to 6-6. Six and six. Rams get the win. They go to 8-4. and four. Meanwhile, who knew the Giants had it in them to go to the West Coast? Colt McCoy finding Alfred Morris for the score. Alfred Morris for the score. Strong formation to the right. Play fake. McCoy throws it right for Morris, who walks in for the touchdown. A little play fake to Morris. They leaked him out in the right flat. Morris is second touchdown of the quarter. The Giants Radio Network, 17-12, the final. The Giants now go to 5-7. and seven. They lead the East. The uh, Seahawks sitting at 8-4 and four on the season, and they continue to struggle defensively and offensively for that matter. The Patriots and the Chargers, one of the biggest beatdowns in the NFL season thus far. Here you have it. The snap back, the placement by Long. Nice. kick is blocked. Scoop it's score. blocked. It's bouncing in the open field. Go. It's picked up by the Patriots and running down the sideline is Je- Devin McCourty to the oh. five, to the end zone. Devin McCourty off the block field goal attempt. Picking it up and running it in for a touchdown Patriots. There is something about Bill Belichick playing against a young quarterback. You never bet against him. 45 to nothing. 45 to nothing. The Patriots have won a couple in uh, one four of their last five. Six and six on the season. Chargers go to three and nine on the season. The Chiefs and the Broncos. It was uh, Denver's defense made things tough for Patrick Mahomes, but he still gets it done. Pressure. There is a flag thrown on the play. Late throw comes near side. Kelsey at the five. Angling left. Touchdown. Kansas City. Kelsey on the reception from Patrick Mahomes. 22-16 Chiefs Radio Network. The uh, Chiefs get the win. They go to 11-1 on the season. The Broncos, they continue to struggle. 4-8 on the season. And then the stunner yesterday. Washington, a really good defense. As you heard from Brian Baldinger a little bit earlier, John Bostic picks off Big Ben late in this contest. Roethlisberger throws out the way. Get it. Tipped up in the air and intercepted. Intercepted by John Bostic at the 25. Washington takes over with a three-point lead. 23-17, that's the way it ended, and the Steelers get upset on the Washington football radio network. Well, Washington 5-7 and seven now. They are tied with the Giants uh, for the top spot in the East. Meanwhile, the Steelers sitting at 11-1. and one. They finally have a blemish on that record. And last but not least, last night, the Bills and the 49ers, Josh Allen had a big game out in the desert. Allen gets it, looks, looks. Packs his arm, fires downfield. It is man wide open, caught, touchdown, Gabriel Davis. Touchdown, Buffalo. He was wide open. A 27-yard touchdown hookup from Josh Allen. 
on the Bills Radio Network. The Bills go to 9-3. and three. The 49ers falling fast, sitting at 5-7. and seven. An injury-plagued year continues for them. 34-24 the final. And that is your frenzy. We'll step away. We'll come back. We'll hear the nice tones of one of the better receivers in Green Bay Packer history, Jordy Nelson, next on the Bill Michael Show. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back. Hey, we frenzied. We're going to hear from Jordy Nelson coming up. Don't forget uh, our frenzy and going through all the games. Brought to you by our friends at BetQL. Powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and uh, beat the books. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com today. BetQL, by the way, not a betting app. uh, Purely a tool for people who use, uh, you know, all the data to make better bets. But it's uh, from BetQL. Go to betql.com. There you have it. Jordy Nelson, um, he's got a charity out. It's uh, it, it's it's a really cool thing, I guess is the best way to possibly put it. It's uh, it's 77,000 kids they're trying to help, even though when you, you look at the information and you say, okay, wait a minute, uh, this is different than what I thought it was. Wait a minute. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Um, it, he's involved in a charity, and I'm going to let him explain it. But it's it's uh, if you go to fillthestadium.com, it's got all the information right there. So uh, Jordy Nelson joined us a little bit earlier today, and we started out talking about the charity and the goals. Yeah, so first it's with the organization Compassion International, which uh, my wife and I have um, – been a part of for I don't know she's over 10 years now uh, so their main thing is um, you can financially adopt a child from another country that is in uh, need of food nutrition uh, supplements hygiene essentials and stuff like that so you pay a little bit each month you write a letter to them and it's kind of a distance kind of a like a pen pal type thing was everyone remembers those back from middle school, middle school and elementary school days where you could have a pen pal. So they provide all the nutrition and everything for these people. Um, and then um, last couple of years ago, my wife and I partnered with them and a, another couple and helped build one of the centers that they build. And this one was in Peru by chance. So it just allows these people in these uh, countries that are um, in some need of some things to have a center to go to get the supplies, the food and stuff they need to stay healthy. And so with this year, with uh, obviously COVID hitting and everything changing for everyone, um, they weren't able to do the fundraisers. Uh, Compassion International wasn't able to do the fundraisers they normally do. So they're short on the um, donations that they normally get. And then obviously the need from COVID that's hit these um, countries that are maybe a little bit on the poverty edge or are on the poverty um, even harder than what they've hit here in, in America. So um, they're trying to make up for the lost donations that they had because of COVID and not be able to put on their big events and benefits. And then also trying to make up the room for 
the extra need that's necessary because these families in these countries, the parents might not be going to work because they don't want to go get sick and then bring it home to their family. They're mm -hmm. just in an odd situation, probably similar to a lot of the people here in America. So um, they came up with this idea of called Fill the Stadium. And um, there's 70,000 children in need. Um, and so through a conversation, someone thought that uh, an average stadium, uh, football stadium, is about 70,000 people. So their goal is to fill a football stadium um, with donations to um, help these families across the world that are in need because of COVID and everything else going on. So that's the basis of fill the stadium. Um, it's a $500 donation that would provide the food, the nutrition supplements, the hygiene essentials, COVID-19 medical screening. So the $500 would cover all that for that individual and, and also some of their family as well. So um, there's just a lot of need right now. And this is something Emily and I have been passionate about. Obviously, kids, as we were when we were in Wisconsin and Green Bay with Young Life, the Compassion International just allows us to do another way of helping kids across this world um, to stay healthy and give them the best opportunity to be successful. That's awesome. Uh, again, if people want to donate, they can check it out by simply going to fillthestadium.com. That's fillthestadium.com. Read more about it and everything right there. I, I do want to ask you some football questions. I mean, uh, you're sitting at home, you're watching Devontae Adams haul in the 400th touchdown catch uh, of Aaron Rodgers. You know you've got a lot of those uh, under your own belt. Talk a little bit about the emotion watching Aaron Rodgers be the fastest ever to 400 in the National Football League. Yeah, he continues to impress. Um, it's it, Nothing's changed over the years. I, I mean, when I was there, about every milestone that he would hit, everything was, you know, fastest two based off of games uh, played. So it, it's impressive that he can continue to play at that high level. Um, it's fun to watch him and Devontae and the chemistry that they have formed over the last handful of years, and it's at an all-time high right now. So um, those two, when they're on the same page and playing well, they make it, very enjoyable to watch. You make it look extremely, extremely easy, even though obviously being from the inside of that that meeting room and those practices, you, you know it's not. But there's a lot of hard work that's gone into it to be successful on Sunday, and it's, it's fun to be on the other side watching it. You, uh, you and I sat down in Miami this past year. We were talking about uh, this offense and what it takes to get on the same page with Aaron Rodgers, and you said that you were still working at it, even when you, know, you left uh, Green Bay. Uh, how difficult is it? to really get that wink and a nod, that understanding as to what he wants and where he wants you to be? How tough is it to be able to become that guy? I don't, Tough is – I don't know if it's the right word. I think it's just time, and honestly, it's just focus. Um, you have to be able to remember a lot – not necessarily remember certain things, but have to be able to recall a lot of things would probably be the most difficult part of it, but – it starts to me, the easy part is it starts in the meeting room of paying attention to everything, not only that your coach is telling you, but what Aaron mentions, um, it all carries over. Then that's going then out to practice and executing it. It seems very much like coach speak, but it is. If you, if you can't answer a question in a meeting room with confidence in the way that he wants it um, answered, then he's not going to have too much confidence in you. And then if you can't go to the practice field and execute what was talked about say an hour two hours before in the meeting room then you know the confidence isn't going to be there so uh, for these young guys that are there now and any guy that's coming in or even at any level it all starts in the meeting room with that communication level and then you carry it over to practice and then once those confidence builds and you make a play or two in a game it will continue to snowball but 
it's it's just paying attention. Um, that's all I try to do. Even when I was young and wasn't playing, it was listening to Greg and Donald and James and Ravel, all those guys, and trying to just even if Aaron was talking to them and not necessarily to me, I was listening. So if I happened to get thrown into that spot, um, I knew what to do, and I wasn't going to make a mistake and have to have, be told again. So um, I think that's I think that's where a lot of a lot of guys uh, missed out is the the mental part of it. I uh, the I remember an interview. I think it was Chris Carter. Remember, you were doing a lot of stuff: back shoulders on the sideline, tiptoes, all that kind of stuff. And I think it was Chris Carter. Wasn't it Chris Carter that came to the Hudson Center and? interviewed you and yeah. talked about the art of the back shoulder. You don't see that nearly as much. Is that because it has to be that special relationship between a quarterback and a receiver to see that more often? It's a combination. Um, there is a little chemistry to it. There is um, a feel for it. I think the year that we really had those rolling, if you look back a couple years before that, we were winning over top so much that um, GB started playing over top. So, again, a lot of people and fans think that um, the back shoulder is like a called play, um, and it's not. It is a fade ball. It is a go route, and it's all based on how the DB plays it. If he plays over top and stays on top, the quarterback reads that, and then he throws it pretty much right at the DB's head, which by the time it gets to you becomes um, behind you and becomes a back shoulder. So it's routine. Um, I don't think they have – I don't know how often uh, with LaFleur calling plays in their offense, how much they're just running go balls um, as we did with Coach McCarthy or um, even quick fade balls or anything like that. So um, I think they're more concept-oriented and meshing things together instead of more one-on-one routes. So that might be a difference as well. Talking with Jordy Nelson, former Packer wide receiver. He's got a, a website to go to and check it out, a charitable website, fillthestadium.com. That's fillthestadium.com. Do you like what you see out of uh, – when you say they make it look easy, Aaron Rodgers and, and Devontae and such, do you like what you see out of Matt LaFleur's offense? It's um, Yeah, I think if you look at the new offenses that are coming through with um, – obviously everyone's big on Sean McVay, but then LaFleur's out of that a little bit and there's – some of it when I was in Oakland because our offensive coordinator came over from the Rams as well, uh, Greg Olson. So you see some of the the run game, the the fly motions by the receivers. So there's a lot of moving parts that get the linebackers' eyes moving in different directions. And obviously with what Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams are doing out of the backfield, just allows Aaron to have that extra you know half second to a second on the play action, which allows you to develop more routes downfield um, and give you options for a big play. So it, it's fun to, especially when they get that run game going, um, I think they're a great and enjoyable offense to watch because everything just gels together you can, and it all looks the same. The run action, if he's handing it off or he's not, it's all the, it's all the same. So um, it's, it's fun to watch. It's smooth. Um, and it's the same way with the Rams. I mean, once they get that run game going, their bootlegs and everyone crossing, you know, running deep crosses and everything. It, it's fun to watch and it's smooth. Do you still stay in touch with the guys? Yeah, I just uh, talked to Devontae the other day. Uh, talked to Aaron a little while ago. Called and left a message on his birthday. Um, talked to Randall a week or so ago. So um, every once in a while, there's certain things that come up if it's through a game or um, something that happened or story that came up so i'll just randomly give them a call or they'll shoot a text and we'll talk for a little bit just kind of depending what's going on in everyone's lives 
Jordy, it's always great to talk to you. Again, it's called fillthestadium.com. That's fillthestadium.com. They can find more information about it and uh, all the different services provided. Always great to talk to you, my friend. Uh, stay healthy, and, and I hope to talk to you further down the road, okay? All right, I appreciate it. Thank you. There you go. Jordy Nelson joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline, the former Packer wide receiver. Always great to talk to him. Uh, Schneider, by the way, hiring drivers right now. Call them, 844-PRIDE. Go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE. Go to schneiderjobs.com. We've got the final segment of the program coming up. Hey, ready or not, the holidays are here. Gift-getting, holiday parties, traveling. Let's face it, holidays take energy. And you don't want to be the guy that doesn't have energy and be the guy that's kind of the Grinch and the grumpy one. Probably low T if indeed you have it. Uh, if you're over the age of 30, that's it's pretty prevalent. My friends over at New Mel Medical Center, they can help you out just like they help me. And uh, you can have plenty of energy to enjoy all that the holidays have to offer. And when it comes to gift giving, what better gift can you give your partner than you? The medical experts over at New Mall Medical Center have a 98% success rate of treating guys with ED without the nasty side effects of the pills or the creams. And I know there's a lot of great food over the holidays. You do not have, you do not have to put on a bunch of weight. And as a matter of fact, you can start the all-in-one weight loss program and get into the new year, a new you, and feel terrific. And in fact, you can be on your way to a slimmer new year. So call the medical experts at New Mall Medical Center, 414-455-4451. That's 414 414- Four five five four four five one. We wrap it up next to the Bill Michael Show. Wisconsin wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now a green and gold update, brought to you by Concordia University Wisconsin Veteran Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu/veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers return to practice tomorrow to face the Detroit Lions at Ford Field on Sunday. Last week, the Packers had to place defensive tackle Montrevious Adams on injured reserve. The team is looking forward to Kingsley Kiki to take over for Adams on the front line. On Sunday, Kiki had two sacks and four combined tackles against the Eagles. It felt great, you know, uh, coming in. Uh, I had a really good uh, week of practice, you know, just running to the ball, just working hard and just trying to get better, you know, and really focusing on it and just trying to help my game out. So uh, it paid off. On special teams, Green Bay giving up another long punt return for a touchdown. The second this season, the last time that happened was 1964. Now, should punter J.K. Scott help out and improve his tackling skills? Matt LaFleur. What, what will tell him is to hey take your shot man you, you got to close the space and, and just take a shot at the guy and if you miss him great or if you get him down great and if you miss him then we need the pursuit to be there that's matt lafleur in green bay i'm mike clemens on the bill michaels show So coming up tomorrow on the program, we're going to talk a little bit about this Packers defense. Defense. We know the offense. They're number one in points per game. They're number two in total offense. They're number eight, by the way, in rushing offense. Number five in passing offense. Number four in the entire National Football League in third down efficiency. They're number two in the red zone. However, the defense... Red zone efficiency, not good. 
it's almost guaranteed you're going to score. They're 23rd. They're not a takeaway-oriented defense. They're 23rd. But when you look at the points per game, the total defense, total defense, they're 11th. Rush defense, they're 14th. Pass defense, they're 11. Third down defense, they're 11. They're a defense that's been quietly on the rise. Now, points per game, they're 15. But like I said, over the last five games, they're only averaging 19.6 points per game given up. So are we looking at this defense getting better? And I'm not saying that can you rely upon this defense to win you a game, but can you rely upon this defense to just do what it is they need to do to allow the offense to win you a game? So we'll get into that discussion a little bit tomorrow as uh, as we'll talk a little bit more about uh, this matchup with the, uh, the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions led by the interim head coach, Daryl Bevel. His first NFL position was an offensive assistant, by the way, and quality control coach with the Green Bay Packers. That was back in 2000. And then he was the quarterback's coach in 2003. And he was that uh, quarterback's coach until 2005. Served as the first quarterback's coach that Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers ever had in his career. And in his six seasons with the Packers, the offense ranked among the NFL's best. Top five. Most passing yards. Most touchdowns, they were second. Most points per game, they were fifth. So um, maybe he's got a little bit of a know-how when it comes to uh, making a team go. He got his first win as that interim head coach against the Chicago Bears this past week. Bears kind of gave it away, but nevertheless, they, you know, the Lions kept battling. They're not going to be a pushover team. So we'll talk more about this coming up tomorrow on the program. Good stuff there. So until we get back at it tomorrow, and by the way, tomorrow on the program, we got a good one too. We're going to talk with Pete Doherty, the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Got to talk some Brewers baseball. Adam McCalvey is going to join us, talk about the owners' meetings. GM meetings. Seth Galina, Pro Football Focus, going to talk college football. Got a mess on our hands with uh, the cancellation of the Ohio State-Michigan game. Uh-oh. And then Tyler Dunn is back. Just wrote an article about the Green Bay Packers. We're going to talk with him as well. So all that coming up tomorrow on the program. So it's time for us to get out of here. Have a terrific Tuesday on this 8th of December as we effort towards Christmas. Time for us to go. Have a good one. Listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.